0: Just go to Indeed.com slash wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: It's another day. It is the Monday Field of 68's Best Bets podcast and Best Bets live stream. If you're listening to this in the podcast apps, bear with us for one moment while we allow the stream and the feed <laughs> another week
2: another week that I have to deal with you Rob Doster how about that I, I'm, I, I'm like I'm like checking them off on my calendar like how many more weeks <laughs> do I have to do this with Rob Doster just wait I, until did. we start, start doing this for, for NBA games as soon as the college basketball season ends oh shit I didn't sign up I did not agree to that with you I did not agree you, that I'll have to renegotiate my contract. You know, when we stop talking every single morning about gambling, like you there's just gonna be a
1: huge void in your life. What are you gonna with do? How are you gonna do with that?
2: You're probably right. How,
1: like, how are you gonna deal with that? Like the first I, I time that you had, the first morning that you go without coffee, by like two o'clock, you just kinda have the shade because you got a little I bit know. of a headache. So that's what you're gonna be dealing with, man. I'm, I'm here, I'm, I'm lot, helping you out. Less stress.
2: I think it's gonna be a lot less stress <laughs> Oh <laughs> hell yeah. Oh hell yes. Uh, all right. Um, so we have uh, BU, hey, BU and Holy Cross play today. This is a big day. The first of masks, six matchups, but we'll get to that later. With 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 masks on. They're playing with masks on.
1: Um we had a pretty good day yesterday. I went three and one. I got Michigan right. I got Minnesota right. I got uh Houston right, and I got uh I got Rhode Island wrong. Uh nice little bounce back from a, a Saturday that just was not good not good brought me down close to close to even on the season in terms of the money that I've made. I think I'm, I'm my record is still under 500 bucks. Uh, Jeffrey, you did not do as well. Um, I'm not sure exactly what your I'm numbers. number. You bet like you bet like 37 games a day. Uh, but we do have some things to talk about coming out of last night. Michigan looks like
2: they might actually be the best team in the big 10. I, I'm not willing to say that yet. I'm not. And, and that's not the Michigan hater in me. Um, you know, I have two nephews who went to Michigan. So I'm I'm actually I've got a soft spot in my heart for Michigan. I think they're really good. I just think, listen, their biggest wins so far are still at Maryland and Northwestern mm-hmm. at home. Let's wait. Let's let's just kind of chill for a minute on Michigan. And I want to see what they do. Now they're at home this week against Minnesota. Should win yep. that game, right? But Minnesota will be the most talented team they have played to date. I just want to see how they handle the Gophers. If they win that one, I feel a little bit better. I'm moving them up. I think they're 14 uh, in my top top 25. Again, they're really good. They're really good. I, I don't dispute that. I just feel like I want to see them play a legitimate lock NCAA tournament team. And I'm not ready to call Northwestern a lock NCAA tournament team. Are you? No, I think that you can make the
1: argument that Michigan has played the four worst teams in the Big Ten, depending on what you yep. think of Michigan State, which is a very weird um, sentence to say. Uh, I, this is the way that I kind of feel about them, and, and I get the sense that you probably agree, so tell me if you don't. Uh, I think that there is a, a real chance that Michigan is the best team in the Big Ten, but based off of the teams that they've played and the performances that they've had against them, we cannot say that they definitively are the best team in the Big right. Ten at this point. Um, I'm not going to be surprised if, like, come late February, they're competing for the Big Ten title. In fact, I would probably feel pretty confident in saying that uh, they are going to be in the mix through the whole season near the top of the conference, just because, like, when you they're already four and up, right? Yeah. And they get Penn State again. Um, their, their next four games are Minnesota, Penn State, Wisconsin, Minnesota. So um, you know, there's, they, they could end up they could be six and two. At that point, and then they get Maryland again. So like, there, there's a lot of wins that they can get on their schedule before they start playing some of the, like the really really tough games yep. uh, in the Big Ten. Um, so the one thing I will say is this: I, I was worried about this matchup with Northwestern because of the ability of Pete Nance to play out on the perimeter and pull Hunter Dickinson away from the basket. And like, early on, those those concerns appeared to be like somewhat legitimate. And then Franz Wagner goes nuts and. Yeah. Um, Michigan makes a whole Hunter, bunch of threes, and then Hunter, – uh, Hunter's
2: they- such a stud, man. Hunter Dickinson is so good. I mm-hmm. I said it last night. Like, I think it's like Jalen Suggs, Kate Cunningham. And to me – and I had Farnham getting on me because he said Cam Thomas uh, over Hunter Dickinson. I'll take Hunter over Cam any day of the week. Cam's a walking bucket, um, but but Hunter just does everything. Like, he, he fills such a void uh, for Michigan and fits every – like he plays hard, he runs the court well, he blocks shots, he rebounds, he can score on the post, he can step out. Like there's not much he can't do as a big.
1: My question is, are you saying that when you say it's Jalen Suggs, Cade Cunningham, Hunter Dickinson, are you saying like best freshman or are you saying like where you would draft them?
2: No, nothing to do with draft. Okay. I'm not drafting Hunter Dickinson okay. ahead of – you know Zaire Williams well but the I'm way saying, you phrased
1: it, the way you phrased it kind of sounded like, that's what you were saying I was no, like, no, no I'm, I'm goodman sorry. pump
2: the brakes buddy pump the brakes no, I'm, I'm taking Hunter Dickinson uh as a college basketball player uh as he's been the third best freshman in the country to me the
1: the only thing that I'll say is this um the Big Ten is loaded with really good bigs and Michigan has played Northwestern, Maryland, Nebraska, and Penn State, and there's no yep. good big on any of those rosters. Yep. I don't I, I'm know. No like,
2: I've seen Hunter Dickinson play enough. I'm not. He'll have his ups and downs, but but he's not going to all of a sudden uh, be exposed by too many people in the Big Ten. Yeah, I mean, listen, Garza and and even Kofi. Well, I, I think I think Kofi's going to have more trouble with Hunter Dickinson than than Hunter's going to have with Kofi. We'll see. It's. I mean, the big thing is
1: like Kofi's thing is always ball screen defense, and uh, I mean, right. when you don't have to put him in ball screens, he looks awesome like he did against Purdue. Yeah. When you do have to put him in ball screens, then <laughs> then Illinois loses to Missouri. So that's kind of the. By the way, there, there are no secrets
2: with Kofi Colbert at this point. If you don't talk uh, about Drake before we get to today's games, you're you're an absolute uh, hater. Well, him. here's here's yeah. the
1: thing, but there's a Drake segue available because yeah. the next. Game that uh, the next game that Hunter Dickens plays is against, but who, Liam yeah, Robbins Rob. and Minnesota. Yeah. And uh, we don't we don't have to spend too long on Minnesota, but I do just want to say that I thought it was incredibly impressive that the Gophers went up against a team like Chris Holtman threw everything that he could at Marcus Carr to try to shut him yeah. down, yeah. and uh, yeah. like he was three for twelve, he didn't take a shot for like the first sixteen minutes of the game. Yeah. Game it was the only thing that Andy Katz was taught on the broadcast, and Minnesota still won. You know, Leon Robbins twenty seven. It was twenty seven points, fifteen boards, five blocks, four assists, two steals, which is not a bad day at the office. Goodman, uh, Gabe Calisher made shots. Both Gotch made shots, and uh, Jamal Mashburner made shots. And you know, uh, if Minnesota
2: gotcha is a team, Booth Gotch. What did you call? Them? It, what
1: did I said? Booth Gotch. All right, I'm just like, making sure. Just making sure like, you get it right. Like like, like phone booth and Gotcha. Nice. That's the way that I think about it. Phone booth and gotcha. Um, yeah, when those guys are making shots, and Liam Robbins is playing the way that he played well, last uh, night. Where's
2: Hanko? Where's Hanko Fieldhouse? Uh,
1: that is in Ames, um, Ames, Iowa. Is where uh, it's where the 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 sons play. It's where Fred Hoiberg made
2: yeah. magic. Hanco, it's the, it's the house. That, it's the house.
1: It's the house that George Niang built. <laughs> no,
2: no, no, that's that's Hilton. That's Hilton hinkle can we, is the butler in indianapolis can we talk about minnesota can we
1: talk about minnesota
2: yes yes i mean you've been on him tell me about him what I do know. you think how impressive yeah you? I, listen i i i like the job that holtman did you know he was trapping he was doing whatever he could to get the ball out of out of marcus carr's uh, hands but the one the one thing holtman didn't have an answer for is liam Robbins. Why? Because Holtman's got a bunch of, like, six, seven undersized bigs. And Liam Robbins is what? He's long. He's athletic. Um, I I just – I think it's more, honestly, watching last night, I think it was more an indication of Ohio State and how limited they are and and what a great job Chris Holtman does. Because they need a big, long, athletic big, number one. And they need a guy who can can do something off the bounce, uh, namely a DJ Carton type of player. They don't have either. So if Chris Holtman can get this team, which he will, because he's he's an incredible coach, if he can get him to the NCAA tournament.
1: There it is. There it is. There it is. We went we went 12 minutes in the stream without the goodman noting. We did. And now we got the now, 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 the the days made. Somebody
2: wait, wait, it's somebody <laughs> uh, texting me and saying if they send me a hat of their school, I'm not gonna say which school. Uh that will I wear it on the podcast? I think they're getting tired of the cow hat, but listen to all watching the cow hat has brought you money and me luck. So uh, I, not, I, I, will, I will say this.
1: I will say this. Someone was, uh, was, was in our mentions that the mentions on the field of 68 Twitter account. Yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, does good have
2: been that cow hat. What, what's going on here?
1: <laughs> if I lost you know, every oh, got game, on. It would be,
2: it would be long gone and it would have been long gone a month ago, but, um, uh, Frankly, uh, I'm, I'm going to keep it going. Um, but all I, right, should we get yeah, sure.
1: gonna... You want to get
2: into tonight's slate? Yeah, let's do it. Start,
1: start, start. start we get a three o'clock tip in the Pac-12.
2: Yeah, yeah, we do. We got Stanford at Oregon State. Um, hardly a, a riveting matchup, but we'll take the matinee here. And uh, Zaire Williams, if you haven't seen him, you should. He's going to be a lottery pick. Um, he, he hasn't set the world on fire yet, but you know Stanford's a, a kind of a well balanced team, and Zaire's not a guy who's going to go out there and average twenty. That's mm-hmm. not his game. Uh, he, he's he's one of those kind of multi dimensional uh, forwards that we're seeing. That I think will get better in time. His shot will get better. That's probably the biggest um, drawback of Zaire Williams right now. But uh, I, I like Stanford here. I know they're at Oregon State. They're giving six and a half. I don't love it. But if you're telling me I gotta I gotta pick somebody here, I'm gonna take Stanford.
1: Yeah, I think it's a good buy low spot for Stanford because they just kind of got waxed on the road on Saturday night at Oregon, um, and Oregon State is just like, they're they're bad, dude. They they've beat they've beaten Cal twice, so they're two and zero in the Pac-12, and they have a, a I'm sorry, they're uh, they're only one one because they also lost to Washington State, but um, they are five and three this season, and their wins are you ready for this Cal Cal yep. twice. UT San Antonio, Portland State, and something called Northwest.
2: Northwest. I don't know those what their, Northwest is either, but um Those
1: are the, those are their wins of the season. Um and Stanford, like Stanford, I know that they struggled against Oregon. And they lost to North Carolina, Indiana. Like they didn't have a great run in the uh in the Asheville invitational, but they can really, really defend. And I don't know who on Oregon
2: State, like the They're just not very
1: good. So I, I think this is the perfect Bible spot for Stanford in a little afternoon matinee on a Monday.
2: Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. And uh, the other biggest game. Well, there's really only, well, there's three. I'll give you three big games. The biggest one is probably West Virginia, Oklahoma state Mm -hmm. uh, in a game in which West Virginia was was terrible over the weekend. um, But, but fought back at least in the second half. Right. And, and, To me, the biggest question mark becomes, well, number one, I dropped West Virginia down after that loss uh, to Oklahoma, um, partially because they lost uh, Big Sheep. He's done. He's probably going to hit the transfer portal from what I'm told. Uh, But also because they really don't have any wins that you look at and you're like, wow. Like like their best wins, I, I believe their best win has been VCU. Uh, so far they've been a lot of like decent teams but like the Richmond win looked a lot better when they when they beat Richmond Western Kentucky looked pretty good until Western Kentucky lost to Charlotte the other day they've beaten Georgetown North Texas like a lot of good teams Iowa State just no like tournament teams so I, I still wonder uh, how good West Virginia is but uh, having said all that uh I will take West Virginia tonight over Oklahoma State I will I just I, I think they're the better overall team, and I think they're going to bounce back from that Oklahoma State loss. And uh, and and Culver is going to give Oklahoma State fits.
1: Yeah, I, I like West Virginia in the spot too. The line has moved from it opened at minus three, and it's down to minus one. Uh, and it, it's interesting because. Um, West Virginia kind of changed a little bit the way that they they wanted to to play without Sheway there, and I think that obviously, that makes sense when you lose a guy like him. But yeah. they, they get more like kind of four outlooks and kind of went four around Derek Culver. And it didn't work in the first half. It really worked in the second half. If I was going to tell you that Brady Manick, Austin Reeves, and Devion Harmon combined to go three for 19 free on a night where West Virginia shot 14 for 24 from three, and West Virginia lost. Like you probably wouldn't think that that was a thing. And uh, the reason they the, the comeback didn't happen, they were held off, is because the kid that averaged seven points a game. Uh, I hope I'm going to pronounce his name right. Uh, Umoja Gibson had 29 points off the bench and hit eight threes.
2: Yeah, no. He entered the game. That, yeah,
1: he entered the game with 50 points on the season, and he scored 29 points yeah. in, in in one game off the bench. So that's I don't want to say like calling that a lucky win. Isn't, like I, I don't like saying, using the word luck in situations like that, but it, it was a little bit of a fluky result and one where I think uh, overall, if that game plays out a hundred times that same way, like West Virginia probably wins it like 65 or 70% of the time. So uh, I like West Virginia in a bounce back spot here. And the big thing is that uh, we are going to see Cade Cunningham hopefully go up against Gabe Osaboy, who was one of the best defenders uh, in college basketball. And I, I'm really interested to see how Cade deals with a guy like Asa Boyan, I I don't think he's going to be an NBA player, but he's like an NBA defender in the sense that he's 6'6", and he's strong as hell, and he can guard point guards all the way up to centers. He's exactly the kind of guy that you want matched up against Cade Cunningham. I think we're going to get a little little bit of a taste of what Cade can
2: be at the next level in the game. So I'm really excited to watch that matchup. I also like West Virginia played uh, McBride, Miles McBride, a lot more with Jordan McCabe. And I think their offense runs a lot better that way. Um, so I, I think West Virginia again, I, I'm not saying they're gonna be a top ten team this year. Um and, and both these teams are right around twenty for me right now. So you you look at it and say, hey, you take the home team, take Oklahoma State in this one. I don't know. I just feel like West Virginia's gonna bounce back um and and beat Oklahoma State here. So and and, and keep in mind Oklahoma State should have lost over the weekend. They got a
1: ridiculous foul call on yep. Kate Cunningham on a three to that where he yeah. hit three free throws to tie the game at the end of the game. Like that was I slided, by the way,
2: I slighted Maryland and Indiana fans with picking that West Virginia game over Oklahoma State. But it is the best game of the day. It is. Yeah.
1: Oh, no, I don't even think it's a question. That, like we can talk about Maryland and Indiana yeah. now. Um
2: I I think I like the turfs in this spot. Ooh, look at you. I, do. I think I do. Plus four and a half. Well last time you you had Mark Georgian fired before they went out there and, and, and <laughs> 20 I 20. did. Oh. I did, uh, I did, I did. I really, you like the Terps? I, I kind of think Indiana's not good. Yeah, I, I, I don't love I, them either. But of, I don't love Maryland. Maryland's just playing well lately. Like that, that's the one thing I'll say is Maryland's got some confidence. Uh, I mean, they're I not even they, playing
1: well. They're, they're, they're one in three in the Big Ten. It's not even like they're playing well. But yeah. so, so my, my, my thing is that I, I just don't know. How um, Indiana is going to be able to score uh, with the way that that Maryland wants to play? Like we saw them do a good job, um, especially in the second half against Micah Potter and Nate Reavers, and everything that Indiana does is basically run through Trace Jackson Davis. So um, my one concern is that like, Trace has has been a lot better when he's going up against smaller big guys, which is what Dante and all the and, and the like are going to end up being. But um, I, I just I think that the switching that Maryland can do defensively, you can really take out of what they want to do. And, and honestly, like I just, I don't think that, that Indiana is really all that good this year. I think they're just very, very, very average.
2: Yeah. The, the only thing I'll say to all that is I, I think Maryland needs like everything they have and they're going to be without Daryl uh Broke they a are. bone in his face. Yeah. yeah he broke a bone in his face. So he's out. So Hakeem Hart's starting in place of him. So that's where to me, I think Maryland's just thin to begin with, right? They don't have a lot, and not that Morcell's a guy that's going to put up twenty, but he's a he's a critical piece for them. Um, yeah, that so you're right. Indiana. That change
1: that, cha- that changes it. So I'm staying away. I'm just yeah. staying away. Then
2: I'm gonna take Indiana uh,
1: Mitchell. 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 I re- I revoke that pick. I take take that pick back. Take it off, Take it off of my chart. I'm not betting that game. Take it off of my chart.
2: Yeah, he'll be out. He'll be out. So uh, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Hoosiers there. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna double down on my loss yesterday. I had my first under 500 day for a while, and 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 part of it was I took Northwestern, which I regret, and the other one was Southern Illinois. I took Southern Illinois to to, to at least stay within 11 well, of Drake, and it didn't happen. Drake stayed undefeated. Darian DeVries has done an unbelievable job there, they, and they're pounding teams. They're not just winning games; they are pounding teams. Uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say that Southern Owner comes back, Brian Mullins uh tweaks the game plan a little bit, and uh, and and they stick within eleven this time. Well, the, the spot that we've been looking for all season long is those back to
1: backs and fading the No, team, no, the feeding team cover. Yeah, you. and I've I've been very successful doing yeah, it. Okay. And yep. there's four there's four spots today where I think that we can be able to capitalize on this. The first is gonna be uh Siena and Monmouth. Yeah. Um, they're playing again. Yeah. They played on Sunday. Santa won uh, seventy eight seventy seven. Mammoth um, was able to cut in that spot, uh, but I do like Monmouth here again uh, because Sienna had not played a game all season long, and now they're playing a back to back. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. am um, yeah, with you. So I like
2: Mammoth there too.
1: I like Monmouth plus four in that spot. I also like the under in that spot again, back to back. A team that hasn't played all season long. Uh, I don't, I don't think this is going to be a game. Gets, like, that hits uh, 75 or 76 possessions.
2: Where's your, Colorado State, where's your Colorado State, San Diego State one? Oh, it's,
1: come, it's coming right now. I like San Diego yeah. State minus State. Um, Me too. Me too. It's, I mean, look, Colorado San Diego State got embarrassed. That's the biggest comeback of the year. It's one of five times in the last decade where a team will race a 26-point deficit on the road. Uh, San Diego State, I, I guarantee that Brian Fisher was not very happy. It probably sucked – being in practice yesterday for San Diego State, so I really like uh, the Aztecs in the spot. Also, shout out to Tim Miles, Mind of Miles podcast. Go and listen to that because he had Nico Medved on today, and you also want to hear. You you got to you got to hear and see uh, Tim's manscape. Um, at it's quite uh, it's quite funny. You you are you already you already mentioned the Salukis plus eleven. Yep. Uh I don't Good think up. we really need to um, get into it. that. And what's oh, the fourth now? One. The Fresno State minus two and a half against Wyoming. Fresno State is coming off of a loss on Saturday against Wyoming, and they are playing
2: uh in beautiful Laramie, Wyoming. And you're taking Fresno to bounce back here. Yeah, I'm taking Fresno to bounce back. Yeah, staying away from that one. Staying Actually, I'm sorry. That. I lied.
1: I lied. That game is in Fresno. It's in California. Right. It's say, there's
2: no way it's in Fresno and it's only two and a half. I mean, in Wyoming, it's only two and a half.
1: Yeah, it's in it's not
2: in Laradice. I'm sorry. I got that one wrong, guys. Please Laradice. Um, You have to make a pick on the BU Holy Cross game because this is – it's going to be interesting only because have you seen any team yet this season other than a high school team play with masks on? Uh,
1: I've seen seen players play with masks on. I have not seen a team play with a mask on.
2: The entire Boston University team will be playing with a mask on, and they're mandated to do so, and every team they play – is mandated to do so. So BU, Holy Cross, will play today, the first of six matchups between the two schools this season, and they will be doing so uh, wearing masks, the entire uh, team, both teams. So it'll be interesting. I I don't know if they're the – I assume they're the only Division I teams that are doing this. I got to imagine there's a a a D2, a D3, a Juco – not a Juco, but uh, probably a D2 or a D3 team. Um, somewhere out there probably probably multiple ones if they're even playing that are playing with masks
1: yeah if most most of the d3 schools that i pay attention to are not playing this season there's a lot of uh a lot of yeah. coaches that are friends they're friends with at that level that are right now having extended times off to uh to be able to research stuff on youtube it's it, it's great like i, I have a I don't know if I want to say the guy's name, but like I'll I'll get texts uh, from people of like YouTube videos breaking down like different offenses. Like, hey, check this out. This is what I'm this is what I'm researching today. It's like, well, sounds thrilling. But sounds like you need a you need something better to do with your time. Um, all right. So, uh, that line is BU minus nine and a half. I'm all over BU. There, my wife is a BU
2: alum. Got it all in. Yeah, I was at Holy Cross practice. All, all in. in. Yeah. So uh, they're good. They got a good freshman. Um but I I do agree with you. I think BU uh, minus nine and a half, especially since they've been, you know, playing with those masks on, practicing with them probably the entire time. Like Holy Cross was practicing with them, but it's a little bit different, right? You're, you're, you're pulling them down at times. Um, It's just, it's not the same. BU legitimately, I'm sure isn't taking their masks off at all. The entire practice preparing for their game. So I think they're going to have a, a significant advantage there, and uh, I'll take BU as well. I like it. I like the logic, Goodman. Um, as always, it's the Field of 68 Best
1: Best Podcast. If you're still listening at this point, please rate it, review it, subscribe to it, share it, tell people about it. Uh, I know we did not have a great weekend, but generally speaking, we have been a very profitable podcast for the people that pay attention. Mitchell, remember, Mitchell, I did not take Maryland. Cancel that. Cancel Who that. Did you take? Get it out of there. I'm Run I'm, I'm staying a... away. Who did you take? I would, Oh, so I have uh, I have West Virginia minus one. Um, I have Stanford minus six and a half. I'm staying away from Maryland, Indiana. Uh, then I went Monmouth plus four, San Diego State minus eight, Southern Illinois plus 11, and Fresno State minus two and a half.
2: All right. I got uh, – and you also went BU, didn't you? Oh, yeah. And BU. Uh, we have a lot of the same ones. Uh, I also have West Virginia. Uh, I also have Stanford. I also have Monmouth. I also have Southern Illinois. I have Indiana adding Indiana to that. Uh, BU, we're on the same page there, and um, I believe that is it. Yeah, we're we're. I'm scared. This means I'm I'm with you on too many picks today. But uh, hopefully we'll, we'll, we'll win you guys some money. And uh, every single day, every weekday. Remember, uh, best bets 9 a.m. and on weekends. Uh, I allowed Doster to sleep in a little bit late and uh, and we have that 10 a.m. Start sleeping, sleep,
1: sleeping. Sleep, sleep in. Yeah. Okay. I got two kids, man. Sleep in. Right. All right. I sleep, sleep in. I sleep in. All right. We'll see you guys tomorrow.
0: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather emergency or time of day,